0: Ready, Loop Circus takes you from Kaohsiung City to Cal Vesta around the Twitterverse in 420, Loop, Loop. Loop. Circus! Yeah. Greetings from the middle of everywhere, I'm Ronnie Hayes, and this is your 420-ish Twitterverse update. Stay with us for this week's once-heard-can't-be-unseen Loop Circus peekaboo, where we see a better way to deter the scourge of drunken driving. In the global view, winters are typically harsh in Afghanistan, but this one, on the heels of the U.S. troop withdrawal, especially so. Humanitarian pipelines had basically shut down for fear of Taliban abuse. And who suffers for it? Regular folks, just trying to survive. The Taliban is trying to upgrade their global image, but women and girls are still kept separate and oppressed by the Taliban's strict adherence to Islamic law. The UN, US, and eight groups have recognized the looming humanitarian crisis and have begun trickling back into Afghanistan with extra precautions, preventing corruption perpetrated by mid-level players. The idea being, aid meant to ease the suffering of everyday families goes directly to everyday families. Grifters and confidence men can pack sand. In America the Beautiful, Neil Young has successfully removed his catalog from the Spotify streaming service. In an open letter, he cited disinformation on Joe Rogan's podcast as the reason for the exit. But there's more to the story than meets the ear. Not long into the MP3 age, the same artist railed against the degraded listening experience of compressed MP3 files. He offered an alternative to the massively popular iPod, a player that would satisfy discriminating tastes of audiophiles, but also be portable and convenient. Peel a few layers away from the outrage over COVID misinformation, and you'll see an argument with Spotify similar to the one he had in the early iPod days. He alleges Spotify ruins the listener experience by putting business priorities over the art. Since his departure, a handful of other A-list artists have followed suit. Uh, We'll keep an eye on this story. It's not over till it's over. Snow and grass fires home on the range where Amtrak's Southwest Chief Line is temporarily cutting back on the number of weekly stops through Hutchison, Newton, Topeka, and Southwest Kansas. Officials blame the service suspension, Effective through the end of March, on staff shortages due to the. Yeah, you guessed it. <laughs> Tuesday and Wednesday lines are affected despite Amtrak's rigorous vaccination and testing rules. Ticket holders will be reaccommodated. And here at the Fort, local school board is reviewing recommendations for a 30 year, $143.5 million bond proposal including a new high school and auditorium. Construction would occur on land currently owned by the district just east of the current high school building. Other district improvements are included in the bond proposal. According to the Hayes Post, if the bond attracts enough votes to pass, the three-year project would begin in 2023. District plans to add a property tax calculator to its website soon. The current facility has served since the early 1970s. In Sympathy for Uncle Joe, outrage over Biden's pledge to place an African-American woman on the Supreme Court is predictable, but the selection of Supreme Court seats has been a hyper-political exercise as long as I can remember. And the drama isn't the sole province of one or another political party. For example, Ronald Reagan appealed to female voters by nominating Sandra Day O'Connor. The phenomena was also on display in spades in the Trump era. Now, Uncle Joe pays the tradition forward. The court has leaned left, it has leaned right, and when it functions well, no one can tell if it has a political leaning at all. Do yourself a favor, one of these days, listen to Oral Arguments. The audio is available on the SCOTUS website. If you can get past the tribal squabbling, it's truly sublime. Go to www.supremecourt.gov slash oral underscore argument underscore audio. And finally, Taiwanese Mayor Chen Kumei has come up with a creative way to deter Kaohsiung City's drunk driver. Rather than spending time in the tank and coughing up large sums of money, Offenders are ordered to clean mortuaries and funeral parlor refrigeration units and crematoriums. Hours in the very seat of death gives them pause. One offender was quoted last week expressing deep remorse, vowing never to drive drunk again. Quote, I had never been so close to death, he said. It felt disturbing. End quote. Now, <clears throat> What to do with the drunk drivers who actually want to die. Oh, well. It's always something, eh? All right, that does it for today. Get more loopy fun from our website, loopcircus.com. Thank you for listening. Be safe. Be well. Good luck. And pay the love forward. This is Ronnie Hayes. Till next time. So long.